Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are in beautiful Des Moines, Iowa, and we are speaking in the backyard. You're gonna hear all sorts of beautiful birds and all sorts of fabulous going on here, fabulousness. Um, we are speaking with Dave Mathis, who is in, an insurance customer service representative right. here in Des Moines. And there are a lot of cool things about Mr. Mathis. He is highly respected here in Des Moines. He's been struggling uh, with some challenges his whole life with something called Noonan syndrome. Correct. And I know you're going to talk to us about exactly what that means so everybody right. understands where your challenges are com Correct. coming from and how lucky that we are for you to be with us today. Are you are you 40 yet, Dave? 40, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So. You weren't expected to live till 40 though, right? No, that's correct. I've outlived three or four different life expectancies. They didn't think I'd make past my infancy, early childhood, or a young, or teen years or young adult when I'm here today. That's one thing I'm passionate about, sharing my life and helping others and telling them some of the obstacles and challenges I've overcome. Exactly, because that is your passion. Your passion is right. to live life to the fullest, right? right? They always say, act like, it's, act like today is, is the last day of your life. Right. And you seem to really be exuding that. But tell everybody what Noonan syndrome hey, is. Noonan syndrome is a rare genetic disorder that can affect various parts of the body. Um, with mine, mine is more profound or pronounced because I have the webbed neck and I have club feet where my right leg and foot is shorter than the other one. So I wear braces and a heel lift to help make my legs and hips uh, more even. Even I can even have hydrocephalus, which is fluid on the brain, but I've had a shunt, which is corrected that. And then I have the lower set ears. Okay, well, you're still a handsome dude, I hate yeah, to tell you. thank you. So you could try to tell me about right. this Noonan syndrome, but I'm not having it. Right, thank <laughs> you. So what kind of things have you experienced in your life that you thought you would never be able to experience? Um, just being able to go through school successfully and being going from regular class from being mainstream. Um, also, last couple, three years, which we'll talk about more, is I've learned to run my own 5K. Um, prior to that, I've had a great friend, Dr. Newkirk, who's an avid runner. He's logged thousands and thousands of miles running 10Ks, half marathons, and full marathons. And so, past about five years ago, he, we became friends through my church, and he asked me if I'd like to be in some road races, so I've been doing that. And how the Now, the road races, though, began with you weren't, you weren't running at no, first, no, right? No, he's just pushing me in an athletic wheelchair, and then we'd also do motivational speaking because he had talked about some of his brain research and more on the medical aspect. And so I would go along with him, talk about those issues. And then about in 2013, I joined a fitness center, Altoona, uh, Anytime Fitness Center in Altoona. I just joined to get better strength and stability. And my personal trainer, Joe Hogan, came up with an idea of how would you like to surprise a doctor and run my own 5K? And I, I need to know, first of all, what was training like? Training was very intense. 
at first. I mean, at first, I didn't, when he came to that, gave me an idea of, hey, would you like to do this? At first, I was sure because of my stability or strength or stamina, but he broke it down in steps. So we only ran like two to five minutes at a time, or from fire hydrant to fire hydrant. Then we slowly built up. So I was running three, five days a week, and finally up to three miles. You know, I have to tell you, you're making me feel like a really big slacker. <laughs> you are making no. me feel like a slacker. And so, yeah, and we trained for three or four months and keeping a secret from Dr. Newker because normally he runs a larger races. And so it's, it took a whole army to get him to come to this race. And he's getting out in the wheelchair. And I can go more in detail to one, but got out the wheelchair, getting ready to register and said, surprise, I'm going to run with you. And how did that feel? What did, what did his face look like when he you said that? He was emotional and oh. very surprised, and so was his wife. Oh. And so I even had that newspaper come and cover the story. And he ran next to you for that yeah. whole race? Yeah. And how did he feel about it? Exuberant, very, very happy, very excited that I surprised him and was able to come up with this idea. What was going through your mind during that race? Um, this is just something new that I pushed myself to do further and to know that, hey, the finish line is getting that much closer. And uh, if I can do this goal, I can come up with some other type of thing. You didn't even finish the race yet and you're thinking to yourself, if I can do this, I can do more. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so, I have goosebumps all over my body right now. Thank you. You know, just for everybody who's listening, you know, Dave faced some serious challenges right. and he took one step at a time. Right. He accomplished, not only that did he accomplish it, but before he even finished it, he's thinking, this feels this good, right. what else can I do? Yeah, it's, right. it's almost like you just didn't want it to end, Dave. No. Right, and I'm always passionate about what I do. In addition to running, I'm very passionate about my church. I have to run the production team. And one thing that got- Cameraman Dave, yeah, right? Cam That's your nickname. Exactly. And then um, one thing that got me through the race is one of my um, favorite Bible verses, because that's another thing I'm passionate about, my relationship with Jesus, kind of like, you know, with Tracy here, your sister-in-law. So, um, what, and that is Philippians 4.13, um, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So during the running and during the training, I was always reciting that verse. That's really beautiful. So what kind of hesitations or challenges did you face stepping out? Actually, whether it's the race or just in life in general, every day, you know, you're making the decision right. to love life. Love life. Some of the hesitations is uh, people who are out in public who may see my exterior differences, like whether it's in school or even out in public, not wanting to give me that chance to get to know me because they think because I have exterior differences, I also have some mental challenges or whatever. But once they get to know me, they can say, I'm just like everyone else. Actually, I beg to disagree. You you are not just like everybody else. Okay, you're way cooler because you. you're working way harder yeah. and you're enjoying life way more than yeah. most people. Thank you. you know. So, what do you think that you've learned about yourself through all of this? Uh, just I can keep trying never to give up. If I want to try something else, I figure out the steps how to do that. Or if I want to come up with a new challenge, just sit down and think, okay, how can I do this? Or talking about talk it out with my other friends or family member. Say, I you want know, to do this. I mean, like every good interviewer, I stalked your Facebook. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Okay, and something I love about you on The Daily 
is that if you want to do something, you're not shy about posting, say, hey, I want to go see this movie Friday right. night. Anybody else want to? I, right. I feel like going here for dinner. Right. Anybody want to come? I mean, you're really putting yourself out there and using Facebook in a way right. that really I think it should be used. Not everybody telling everybody what they have right. done, but asking people to connect in real life. Right. That's what I do. Sometimes I'm at work and think, hey, you want to meet me at Cool Base, so it's a sushi restaurant, or hey, you don't yeah. want to go there. Right, exactly. So, okay, I believe to get people to act, they need to envision something for right. themselves, they need to explore what it would take, and then they execute a plan. Right. So for people to be loving their lives like, like you are, to embrace it like you have, what, if they can do that for themselves and overcome their challenges, put their challenges in the back seat, and put themselves in the driver's seat, what can they expect to, to see in their life? Well, first, you know, if they want to take up swimming or, or they want to do a triathlon, talk to someone who's in that field. You know, talk to someone that, hey, what are your experiences? What are some of the more challenging parts or what are the easier? And then once you do that, find a accountability partner that can help you keep an account or um, right on task. And then finally just execute a plan and just do it. So how does it feel for you every day to know that you're doing that? Uh, it's, it's, it's doing great, especially like going to my job, getting up every day, knowing that my company, my boss, my other coworkers are depending on me that I can be a part of life. Or even at church, knowing that people are depending on me to be a part of the production team. You know what? So many people, I think, don't realize how important they are to the puzzle, that so, people are depending on them. I agree. In all aspects of life, whether it's relationships, work, right, right. family, all of it, friends. Yeah. What closing advice do you have for everybody today? Just get out there and do it and don't hesitate to um, do your dream, do your goal, or do that one special thing. Because what do you think will happen if they don't? They'll just sit down there on the couch, continue to watch TV, and let life pass them by. Because I believe, you know, taking you control life, you can control what happens. I, to you. I agree. How can people get in touch with you, Dave? Can we make you a part of our um, sure. private Facebook um, group? Sure. Through my Facebook group or through your private page, you can contact me that way. Okay. Dave Mathis on yeah. Facebook, and I will make sure to put that in the, yeah. in the show notes for this episode okay. too. And when I ran my race, that day was so exciting. That, um, I had a whole people line of people coming up from when I finished, um, came across the finish line, just cheering me on, and it was great. I have a lot of family support, even some family from out of state that I didn't know was coming surprised me, and was there. I think a lot of people are going to be cheering you on that you won't yeah. even know. I'm going to be you. cheering you on. Thank you. Okay. Seriously, I'm so glad we met. Thank you to my sister-in-law, Tracy. Yes, I'm glad she came up with the idea yep. or encouraged me to do this. Me too. I am too. Thank you so much, Thank Dave. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision explore and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful. You can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along.